Hello everyone. Happy Thursday night. My name is Allison Dijak and you are listening to On the Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral People, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the Six Nations that runs six miles on each side of the Grand River. Now, our show will be live every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. here on Midtown Radio. And every week we like to choose a new spot around town where there's fun events going on. And tonight we are broadcasting from Counterpoint Brewing. It's a fantastic little microbrewery on Victoria Street and sort of Frederick and Victoria and Kitchener and a really great spot to be. I'm joined, as always, by our man on the sound, my co-host, co-producer, Derek Rydell. Well, hello there, Allison. How are you? Hello. Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. We've never done a show here at no, Counterpoint. No, we haven't. This is actually my first time here. Yeah. I, I come here a lot. This is kind yeah. of our go-to brewery in town, I would say. Our band has played shows here. I'm trying to think when I first heard about this place, but it's just been like a, just been, been a nice place to go to. Got a yeah, nice yeah. vibe here. Lots of house plants <laughs> and lots of good beer too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm drinking a Kobayashi Super Dry, which is the last name of the brewer here. Um, a jasmine Japanese rice lager. Sorry. I, I too am having that. Yeah, so good. It's so so good, and I'm excited to try other things and too. <laughs> Kobayashi. That was that's the. Yeah, the, the brewer's last name. The brewer's last name. Yeah. That's from a movie, too. There's a oh, movie really? where they talk about there's a character named Kobayashi. Okay. And that's going to drive me nuts now. <laughs> like, absolutely nuts this whole time because I'm not going to be able to figure it out. At 7.58, you'll be like, that's what <laughs> I'm it gonna, was. Uh, yeah, and I'll just yell it out during, oh, it was this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't usually drink during my shows because I usually mess up, but uh, I had to. We're at a brewery. I had to have a drink this time. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> of course. Of course. So we're coming up to Halloween weekend. You have yes. a shirt. You got your Halloween shirt I've, on. Yes, Elvira. I've got my Elvira. Perfect. Halloween. One of my favorite Halloween shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like a Halloween person? Do you do you like do things for it? Are you a diehard or not so I'm much? I'm not a crazy Halloween. I do really like Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a Halloween fanatic. Um, I DJ a lot over Halloween now. True. I got a lot of DJ gigs before uh, DJing though on Halloween. Uh, we used to deck our house right out oh, like nice. smoke machines and I'd set up speakers outside <laughs> and I'd scare the kids and I may I, I'd like to make them work for the yeah, candy yeah so yeah so uh, yeah I'm into Halloween I'm just not yeah some people are bonkers about oh yeah Halloween, like yeah, really bonkers yeah and, I'm not super into it I liked it as a child growing up but I've always been like really like l- I don't want to say lazy with my costumes but mm-hmm. not original like as a child I was like a cat <laughs> or a witch yep. or like I had a cheerleader costume and I wore those costumes for like eight years probably I was like a cat for three years in a row a witch for three years a cheerleader for two years then back to the yeah. cat when I was in high school like I was just the same costumes like all the time and in university I bought a pair of like a frog headband it was like frog <laughs> eyes and I wore that every single year of university so uh, yeah, yeah I like Halloween I'm just not very creative with it <laughs> I've found over the years like I like dressing up if I had if I put the time and effort into yeah. it, I'm very like oh I'm gonna be you know this this year yeah. it has to be accurate yeah. like I can't yeah. be I can't <laughs> I can't half-ass it right um, and I do like dressing up, but I found over the last couple of years, I'm just like, oh, it's fun, but I just I don't have the time. It's a lot I'm, of work. It's, yeah. It is a lot of work, but, uh, you know, I'll still do it. <laughs> I know. Some of my friends, like, they order all these fancy things for their costume, or they're, like, homemaking, yeah. cert- like, to have a certain design on something. I'm like, that is... I'm so happy for them, but that is so much effort. Well, see, now, that's, that's where I, I kind of stand with the, like... You can go to Spirit of Halloween mm-hmm, and all these mm-hmm. places and buy a costume, but the best costumes are always ones that people piece together from like oh, Value yeah. Village or they make themselves. Like those are always the ones that make me go, hey, totally. Now that's a costume. I did that one year. There was like one year I got into it. I was 
the ocean. The ocean. Like, bit of a weird, <laughs> okay. kind of obscure. Okay. But I just, like, I had this, like, bright blue dress. And I went to the thrift store. I bought, um, like under the sea stuffed animals and I like pinned them all over the dress. I had like a dolphin (laughs) on my shoulder. And I also like found this like, I don't know, um, underwater like animal book. And I like cut pictures out of the book and like glued them all over the dress. I also bought like green fabric and like made it like seaweed. seaweed. Yeah, it was. And I got like a shell necklace (laughs) and like put it in my hair. That was like all out. And that's, would you say that was your favorite costume that you've ever... Pro- yeah, yeah, probably. Because, yeah, like I put so much effort into it and it was it looked cool too. And it pays off though, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You feel you feel good. <laughs> What's been your like best costume? Honestly, I've, I I recycle. I go as Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson a lot. If you've ever <laughs> okay. seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. No, um, I haven't. That's actually where my DJ <laughs> handle comes from. Oh, the Good Doctor is a Hunter okay. Thompson reference. Uh, so I tend to recycle that a lot because I really like to get into it. Yeah. Uh, but I've gone as Ace Ventura and that went over really well. Uh, you one got the year hair for it. Yeah, yeah. I can, <laughs> I can do the Ace Ventura hair. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I went as uh, Turd Ferguson one year. That was a favorite. I don't um, know who that is. You ever All see these the, references. The Saturday Night Live skit with Burt Reynolds. And he puts the big cowboy hat on. Oh, yes. And he okay, writes his yeah. name down. He's Turd Ferguson. Totally. Okay, yeah, yes, so I, yes. I went as Turd Ferguson. Or Norm <laughs> MacDonald as Burt Reynolds yeah. as Turd Ferguson. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's so, so good. Yeah, there's been a few fun ones. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, yeah, there's lots of fun. Lots of fun Halloween stuff going on yeah. in town this weekend. Our guests are uh, doing a fun Halloween show. Counterpoint has a fun Halloween show. Yes. So excited for another Halloween episode. I'm also wearing black, so I must have known. <laughs> and I am decked out in all black as well. As always. <laughs> well, we're going to be spinning some local music over the next hour, talking all about a lot of upcoming events in town this weekend. And of course, chatting with some special guests. We have the Rayettes from Sassy Ray Burlesque, the duo of Veronica Tees and Mabel Sugarbush. They're local burlesque dancers. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited to chat with them. Uh, Sassy Ray actually was our guest last year on our kind of Halloween week episode. Was it the Halloween week episode? It was. Oh, wow. So very, very excited to chat with Veronica and Mabel later in the episode. We're going to start things off with an awesome local tune. Uh, This was released back in September from a kind of electronic pop artist, CX Violet. Um, They released an album in September called The Hacker Boy Archives. Hacker Boy is one of my favorite songs, but I've played that on this show before. So I thought I'd pick a new one. Um, This is their song, Adelaide.
just heard Adelaide by CX Violet here on Midtown Radio. That song was just released back at the end of September and it's part of a really cool concept album from CX Violet. Uh, They also did like a really big set of music videos that they filmed right here in Kitchener. Some really, really neat like storytelling and, and dance moves throughout it. So definitely check it out. Welcome back to On The Scene here on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and I'm here with Derek Rydell, and we are hanging out at Counterpoint Brewing for the first time ever for Derek. And and I just thought of that movie. (laughs) Okay. That's the usual suspect. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You did it, 7-Eleven. That was pretty quick. I thought it'd be like (laughs) 750 or something. (laughs) But we are hanging out here uh, for the night. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all things KW Arts and Culture, We've got lots of events coming up this weekend, some Halloween things, some not so much, more music from great local musicians, and we're chatting with some special guests this evening. Mabel Sugarbush and Veronica Tees, local burlesque performers, will be on our show. They're sitting right next to me. Yes, (laughs) we are. Before we dive into our interview, though, Derek, let's talk about some of those events going on this weekend. All right. So, I'm going to start off. I was looking at the things going on, and this one, like, I love it. I probably won't go because I'm busy on Saturday, but I love it. Uh, they're having the Black Parade Halloween emo night okay, yeah. at the Hub. So, one of the, like, <laughs> classic dance parties the Hub has been doing, like, the kind of themed dance party. Right. Um, that sounds fun. That sounds like a sure. great way to spend Halloween, like, early 2000s emo were music. You, were you an emo kid? Did I didn't, the, I didn't really dress like it, but I certainly listened to it. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't know by looking at me. Like, I was, like, church choir girl. Right. But, like, I really enjoyed listening to emo music. Yeah. You were part <laughs> of the Black Parade, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's on uh, Saturday night. Yep. Tickets are $15 at the door. And it's going from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. So, four hours of... Uh, Emo, emo classics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, we've got uh, the Registry Theater. Uh, listen to the music. A tribute to the Doobie Brothers. Now, it's no secret that I them. have a soft spot <laughs> for Yacht Rock, and the Doobie Brothers are a big Yacht Rock mm-hmm. band. Um, that is at 8 p.m. at the Registry Theater on Friday night. It's $30. Be pretty fun. Yeah. If I wasn't doing something, I might check it out. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> not not unfortunately, but I am mm. busy. Uh, what else do we got here? Friday night at the Gockle Block Spells and Stardust Drag Show, hosted by Sasha Tees. Nice. Friend of the show. We mm. had uh, Sasha on there. Uh, and it's going to feature a whole bunch of other local drag queens. Nice. So that would be worth checking out. And then, of course, we've got a bunch of Halloween movies playing in the cinemas. Mm-hmm. The Apollo on Friday is playing The Shining at okay. 6.30. Have you seen The Shining? No. No. Oh, wait. We're, I'm just going to list okay, off four movies I'm this entire list, yeah, it'll be a you, no for You me. haven't Let's seen see. any of these. Let's see. It'll be O I'll for try o. Not to bring, we'll, we'll ask our guests what they think of Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I'll drop this after Halloween, I swear. <laughs> but pick it up for Christmas. <laughs> and then on Saturday at the Apollo... Uh, one of my all-time favorite Halloween movies, 2 p.m. matinee, The Monster Squad. Haven't Fantastic. seen it. <laughs> you could get that one. That's more of a kid's movie. Nice. Uh, you, could, you could make it through that one. Uh, also, uh, at 4 p.m., uh, Cape Fear and another classic horror at 6.45 p.m. And on Sunday at 4.15, The Lost Boys. Never, it's no. a no. <laughs> classic vampire movie. 
Um, yeah, but that's... Uh, oh, and, and then, of course, uh, the Princess Cinema will be playing the Rocky Horror Picture Show starting tonight. Nice. Right through up and all the way till Halloween. That's like, awesome. Every day, every showing. Yeah, it's, the it's full interactive things going on. It is pretty wild. I remember back in the day, mm-hmm. it only used to play once. Once okay. a year on Halloween, it was a huge... Would it be packed? Like, now it's a... Oh, yeah. 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 Now, have you ever seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. No. I'm well, the worst. But to be honest, I know the music. I've seen clips. Right. Like, I've seen, like, the Glee episode where they do Rocky Horror Picture Show. But I've... I know a lot of the music from right. it, but I've never seen the movie. Well, if you no. see it, you got to see it. The first time to see it has to be in the yeah, theater. Yeah, with right. the whole dress the whole up yeah, and it's the quite throwing uh, of bread or whatever it is. If, yeah. you, uh, <laughs> if you've never experienced it, it's quite... The first time seeing it, you're like, oh, okay, this is wild. Yeah, like it, it's, okay. it's pretty cool. So. I'll have to catch it next week. <laughs> you have a whole week to do it. So. I do. Nice. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, lots that's so, of... That's a, that's a bit of the event. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. We're going to end off our show with a few more fun Halloween events going on as well. Yeah. But uh, we're going to hop into our interview. Honestly, our favorite thing to do on, on the scene is to chat with people from the local community that are adding to our local arts and culture scene and making KW a really fun place to spend time in. So my two guests this evening, Veronica Tees and Mabel Sugarbush, are local burlesque performers that take the stage with Sassy Ray burlesque shows in town. This duo makes up the Rayettes, and they have shown off their dance and burlesque moves at Sugar Run, Up Lounge, and more. We can't wait to hear more about their journeys getting into burlesque and what's next for them. Welcome to On The Scene, Mabel and Veronica. Hey, hello. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very, very excited to have you. We're excited to be here. (laughs) Derek has been saying for a while that he's been wanting to get uh, more people from the Top Shelf Burlesque shows up because you rave about them all the time. Normally I'd put them in the events listing. Normally I'd put the show in the events listing, but because we're talking about it. We'll chat about the show. (laughs) But uh, I know that you two haven't been doing burlesque for too, too long. About a year for you, Veronica, and three years for you, Mabel. What, when did you start thinking that you might want to get into burlesque? Maybe, maybe we'll start with you. You started a little bit earlier. Sure. Since I was an ugly duckling. Okay. You look at these beautiful showgirls mm-hmm. and you're just like, man, I want to be like them. And then I actually ventured in my educational career into sexuality. Cool. And so learning about women's bodies and how they used to be policed and how women were able to progress through that mm-hmm. really made burlesque feel very empowering. Yeah. And so it started off for me, aside from seeing showgirls, locally was seeing Sassy Ray and people may remember this hole in the wall that we all loved that was called the Rum Runner. Watching Sassy Ray. (laughs) You don't even know horror movies. (laughs) Like, what do you know? Who am I? Where am I? But yeah, watching Sassy Ray perform at the Rum Runner was like this thing that I'm like, this is available to me. What is going on? And then there was this thing on Facebook. I was recently single. Life sucked. And it was like, do you want to live your dreams of being a showgirl? And I was like, yes, I do. Click. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. And then it just started from there. Very cool. And what about you, Veronica? Yeah, so I uh, I moved to Kitchener, um, unfortunately, right before everything shut down. Oh, no. So <laughs> I just pretty much started my life over and was stuck at home. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't get to experience KW. I didn't really know anyone in the area. Um, and so when things started to open up, I was like, okay, like, what should I do? And I originally was looking at pole classes. Okay. Um, and so I ended up on the Brass Butterflies website, uh, who uh, operate out of Waterloo. And nice. then as I was looking and I was like, okay, like this looks like something and a, a great way to meet people. Um, and then I saw that they offered burlesque classes and I was like, oh, okay. Because I, <laughs> oh, this is where, this is... I don't have to ask, like, should I do pole or burlesque? Yeah. I should do burlesque. Um, and, yeah, was, so I, I think I emailed Sassy directly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, got to perform. I My background's in theater, and oh, so it had cool. been so, again, because of the pandemic, so long since I was able to perform. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. And so it just felt like a natural it just, fit. Yes, exactly. Yes, for the record, she chose right, everyone. <laughs> it is the best decision she ever made. Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> so both of you sort of started doing classes through Sassy Ray. Tell me a little bit about what that environment was, like the first couple classes, you know, being part of that community, sort of taking on this, I don't want to say new persona because it's you, but sort of taking on this like performer, showgirl quality. What was that like taking those classes? Oh, um, like I said, it just felt natural and very, yeah. I think also partially because, you know, things were finally opening up and you could just be in community with other yeah. people. So it just felt like a, honestly, like a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. to just be around. And the the class that I was in was all um, female. So mm. also just to like meet new people and form new relationships, whether yeah. they were long lasting, like with Mabel or short lived. Yeah. Um, and it honestly, like it just felt so good to, mm -hmm. to be in that environment. And everyone, it was also just so friendly, so welcoming, which I also really appreciated. Very cool. Yeah. For me, I was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come from a dance background. Okay. I don't come from a theater background. I don't sing. I just really loved to dance as a yeah. young little girl and used to do all the routines in your house. So like I have some rhythm and musicality, but I've never been formally trained. Okay. So to walk into a space where people are like, oh, you know, I've been a world champion tap dancer. And I'm like, <laughs> uh -oh. that's amazing. I'm impressed. And again, now I'm terrified. <laughs> so it took like me a little bit to kind of warm up to it, but the space was very welcoming. Brass Butterflies was amazing. Mm. Sassy Ray was very much about, you know, making everybody feel included no matter what level you were at. And so I ended up taking, I think, three classes, two before COVID. So okay. I kind of still had that, you know, rhythm going. And then it was, again, it was kind of weird when we all came back together. And that's when I got to meet Veronica. And yeah. I always joke that I kind of like forced her to be my friend. <laughs> we just kind of, I kind of just latched on her. I'm like, you're going to come with me now and we're going to be friends. And then it just kind of has been a lovely burlesque partnership ever since. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's really nice when you have like a community of people that you can be creative with, kind of like let your guard down, right? Because I imagine when you're performing burlesque, you have to be kind of fearless, right? Like you're you're doing this big routine, you're taking clothes off, you have certain costumes and you're interacting yeah. with the audience. Like you have to be really comfortable doing that and comfortable with the people you're performing with or yeah, people you're like practicing with. I don't even like showing my feet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so when I watch the show, I'm like, wow, that's some confidence right there. Cause yeah, yeah I don't even wear sandals. Yeah, I feel like it'd probably be like so important to create that like safe community of people that you can, I don't know, just feel comfortable doing all these these moves with, right? So it's definitely something that's built over time too. Yeah. So like once you're in the back room, like you see all each other's bits. Like you know, like it feels weird at first. It's like I don't know you that well. Then you get <laughs> out of towners coming in, and they're totally comfortable because they're used to it. But it's like I don't know you. I'm new to this, and like yeah. So it's a bit of a learning curve as well, and getting comfortable with your own body and. Yeah, it's a very interesting experience. And for me, sometimes I still have imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And like part of it for me is burlesque. As much as people are like, oh, it's so freeing and everything. I'm like, for me, sometimes too, it's, it's about the challenge. Okay. You know, it's, it's goal setting and I'm a very goal oriented person. And so putting all the work in, the hours of work, might I add, that go into mm -hmm. it, everybody, you know, for four minutes of your time. I could imagine. hours that go into that. But yeah, and it's for me, it's somewhat, I'm like, why do I put myself through all this damn stress and everything? <laughs> but it's the rush and it's the, it's a lot of work and it's a challenge as well. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not a natural performer in the sense that mm -hmm. I haven't been doing it since birth, like a lot of the people that I'm surrounded with that I'm totally jealous of. <laughs> what yeah, sort I just of? Stripped down. <laughs> Back room, first time, just took it all off. Ready to go. <laughs> she did. And again, it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> What is, uh, tell me a little bit about the process of like creating a routine or creating like a character sort of for a burlesque show. You said, you know, hours and hours of work are going into that four minute performance. What do you sort of do if you're choosing like, oh, what costume do I want to wear? What music do I want? What theme? Like, do you have a process that you follow for that? Or is it sort of like, oh, I'm interested about this right now or someone told me about this song and now I want to do it. What do you sort of 
do when you make up your own act, Veronica? Well, I know Mabel and I have very different processes. So okay. we have just started doing duets together. Nice. And so we got a firsthand look at how different <laughs> our processes are. It was a great duet. <laughs> um, we made it work, but yes, very different. Um, for me, it's usually I'll hear a song mm-hmm. and usually, let's say 99% of the time, I hear a song and it's almost like everything just falls into place. Like mm-hmm. I just, I can picture moves that go right along with it and like, oh, like this costume would work great with like the type of song it is. And yeah. usually, I mean, when it falls into place, it's lovely. The other 1% of the time, I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> let me look through all of these burlesque playlists that I have okay. and try to put something together. Um, yeah. But I love that. I'm a, I'm a planner, so I, I like that approach. Are you also the planner? That's what I'm saying. Totally jealous of Veronica's <laughs> process. So we'll, I'll give you a little taste of when we were doing our duet together. So we're like, okay, how are we going to do this? We get along fantastic. I want to be very clear. Yeah. But it was hilarious because I have the lyrics printed off. So I had the, like, the idea. I'm like, we should do this. She's okay. like, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. I have it printed off. She shows up. I'm like writing down notes on it. I'm like, okay, so from this point, I'm like repeating the music back and forth. And yeah. she's like, well, I'm more like this whole idea of this area <laughs> should kind of look like this. And it's like, yeah. together, we figured it out though. Yeah. So for me, again, not having, I think, that natural dance background, um, I used to think that I was much more inclined towards like the classic bump and grind style mm. of burlesque because that's what enamored me and brought me towards it, and that's very much Sassy Ray. Yeah. And then as I started to develop into my own, um, just into my own, as I came mm-hmm. into my own, um, I started to notice that a lot of the kind of more neo-burlesque and the nerd-lesque started coming out because mm-hmm. I am a very nerdy individual. So being able to take the camp from the bump and grind that I like and bring it into the new burlesque and the nerd-lesque yeah. where I could play like a character. Mm-hmm. So it was funny. I got so excited when you started referencing the usual suspects earlier. <laughs> I do a number to Reservoir Dogs, which I think oh, you've seen. Oh, I am well aware. Oh, I am a huge Tarantino fan. <laughs> right? So, so am I. When I get the... Cause people might not know that I help out and I do the music. Yeah. So Sassy Ray gives me the music and I remember the one time going, it's stuck in the mill with you. That's a strange little number to <laughs> share. Well, what, let's see. You're and not then when the first one out, to see that. You had, the, you, had, you had the guy sitting in the chair and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> and then you came out with the, the soda and the, the, the black suit and tie uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm all in. You're like, this, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. So I think That's one awesome. of the ways that I kind of compensate is like I have a good sense of musicality in that, but I play up the camp part and the character that I get to play to really show my side of burlesque, whereas mm. Veronica is just holy hell can dance and <laughs> makes it look amazing no matter what she does. I feel like I have to kind of compensate in ways, but it works okay. for me. Nice. Um, Very yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely just gotten really excited by the end of the number that I'm like, I'm just throwing choreography out the window and doing whatever feels good in my body. <laughs> so That's perfect. It though. has happened on occasion. Yeah, it should feel that way, right? Like really good art and performance should like move you in a certain way that you're like, this is what I'm feeling right now, right? So... That's fantastic. Uh, what's been a favorite show of yours so far? I know you've been performing Mabel for like three years, I guess pandemic, so less than that. And then Veronica, it's been about a year. What's been like a standout show or maybe a standout number uh, that you've done or something? Well, it's if everybody one. shows up on Friday, which is tomorrow, they'll see my standout number. Okay. So I would highly suggest coming and seeing Tyler. Nice. That's the joking additional persona to my persona. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say I do a number to Bad Guy oh, by nice. Billie Eilish. And that, I think, was the one where I really came into my own mm-hmm. and really felt like a true performer and not just a student of yeah. Sassy's. It was great being a student, mm-hmm. but there was also this kind of personal sense of pride, feeling like I had graduated from being a student into being a performer and being confident in that. Yeah. That's actually the one that I think of 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when when you were like, what's the one that stands yeah. out? I'm like, that's that's yeah. what I think of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. But can I back this up to say I don't yeah. think you got to see the Evo one where her underwear ended up in the rafters. <laughs> it was the most glorious. Wow. Perfectly, I did not the palm, see that. The pom poms were perfectly <laughs> hanging oh over God. the like pipes in the ceiling, and it was the most glorious thing, and it was oh so perfect. Gosh. Was that a sugar run? No, it was at Evo, so we did a Troy oh, Boy. Oh, yes. Troy oh, Boy Park's also a fantastic in, um, collaborator. Cambridge, yeah. Cambridge. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a really great yeah. place. Evo, I've yeah. never heard great of it. Food. Great okay. food, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, cool, is that in downtown? Yeah, it's like, like on the main Like downtown Galt, sort yeah. of? Yeah, like the oh, main cool. drag. Okay, fun. I love that. <laughs> I don't know how they got the underwear down. I didn't get to witness that. I couldn't figure it out for the life of I me how know. they got it I down. I would love if, like, no one got it down that night, and then, like, the next staff to open it the next day was like, oh, okay, look at that. Or if they, like, didn't know there was a burlesque show the night before. <laughs> um, I'm curious. You guys do numbers together you've done solo things i'm assuming you do them sort of maybe as larger groups or with sassy as well do you prefer performing in a group or do you like kind of doing your own solo thing i can see veronica thinking real hard so i'll jump in um all of the above so like i said for me i'm very goal oriented so when you're in a troupe it's very important for um sync like being in sync Mm -hmm. and so it's really funny too because we used to have another girl sorry layla you couldn't be with us anymore you're lovely (laughs) Um, and so we, were, we always joke that we're the tallies. So Sassy yeah. and her would be in the front and we'd be in the back. So we would do most of our practicing together. Mm-hmm. So we're like, as long as we're in sync, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> but that's such an important part. And so I think that's an additional challenge on top of it is putting that time in to be in sync and seeing like, I can't move my body quite like that. Is there any way we can adjust so it looks the same? Or like, nice. we notice the timing's off a smidge and you do it this way, show me how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important as like another layer of being a performer is... You know, when you're by yourself, nobody knows if you mess up. Totally. I also forgot to ask if I could swear on the radio, so you're I'm glad allowed. that I'm curbing it's myself. Absolutely. It's, it's online. Yeah, online, so swear away. Fair What's your enough. favorite swear word? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> uh, what about you, Veronica? Do you kind of I, prefer solo, group? Yeah, again, I guess kind of like you said, the nice thing about doing a solo, and like I said, you know, mm. if, if I feel like throwing everything out the window and yeah. just improving it I can but when you're in a group there I don't know there's something really I'm like so we haven't done a group number in a while and mm-hmm. I was saying to Mabel not that long ago like how much I really miss it because mm. there's like this extra sense of I don't know camaraderie there's just something so fun when and when you watch the videos back and we're all in a group and I don't know there's just something extra special yeah. when you're dancing with pals yeah of course and like Sassy always says it's like everybody's like ooh a group number they're doing the same choreography it is people for some reason you get three of us doing the same thing yeah. everybody gets real impressed it is very <laughs> impressive honestly like it's like watching like synchronized swimming or something mm-hmm. right you're like oh all their arms are flapping in the same way or it's just it it looks cool as someone that did a little bit of dance growing up not super professionally but like did a lot of theater like it feels really good when everyone like lands a move in the right way or you've been practicing and practicing and finally it's like oh my gosh we all did it we all landed that like that's really exciting honestly feels nice it's also really <laughs> disappointing when you all mess it up too <laughs> which has also <laughs> happened <laughs> But you, you're together. You have you have support. Yes, we failed. We failed as a group. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow night, we've talked about it a little bit, but it is another edition of Top Shelf Burlesque at Sugar Run, and like I was saying, Derek is always raving about these shows. Just like seems like a, I've unfortunately never been able to make it out to one, but seems like a really special time. Do you think? Not to pick favorites, but is Sugar Run a favorite place to perform for you guys? Or what do you think? Oh, yeah. It's a speakeasy. You want to talk about, again, going back to the historical context of where burlesque comes from. We're going to go do it in a dark bar where you need a password? Fuck yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's fantastic. I love it. It has, like, the best vibe in terms of, like, wanting to, like, imbue into your art that idea of, you know, like 
the unexpected and what you're not supposed to be doing. But at the same time, it's like burlesque is in the mainstream now. Yeah, so, 100%. but it gives you that kind of, it helps add to the atmosphere and the vibe of like the work and the art that we're doing. So mm, nice. Yeah. I love that collab. I don't know yeah. when it started. Do you know when they started doing the burlesque shows, Derek? I don't know. So don't Sassy know. and Justin went to school together, high school. Oh, so they okay. knew each other. So oh, one cool. of the owners of the bar. And yeah. so I think it kind of ended up being somewhat of a natural progression. Sassy, if I'm wrong, don't hurt me later. <laughs> um, but more or less as they knew each other so okay. they were able to build that relationship once they opened it up so. cool yeah fantastic collab um, and you guys are presenting a Halloween show it's called Tales from the Stripped which I love <laughs> <laughs> Halloween burlesque and cabaret um, yeah very exciting are there going to be so they're going to be sort of Halloween themed numbers do you think or sort of just general general book burlesque I can never tell when you're looking at me if you're like waiting for or me thinking. to answer first <laughs> or if you were you. thinking, okay, well, I'm happy to jump in. I have a big mouth. Go for um, it. <laughs> so I think the idea is that, again, sometimes having a little bit more of like the character aspect, yeah. a little bit, you know, some people do it go a little bit more to the dark side, a little bit more ghouls, goblins and that. But I think it's that extra layer of fun that kind of, you know, takes it up a few notches yeah. where you get to, you know. It's like when, you know, girls dress up in sexy lingerie to go outside and it's acceptable mm -hmm. once yeah. a year. <laughs> so it's kind of the same idea that we get to dress up as characters so and do these, tell these new stories that may not be as a classic of a burlesque story, yeah. but it's extra acceptable when it's Halloween. Yeah. So. And hopefully other people will dress up too. It'll just be like a fun, fun little dress up performance night. <laughs> I want to say too, that a lot of people dress up on any given burlesque show. And it was funny because yeah. I ran into a girl at the Montreal Burlesque Festival mm -hmm. And she didn't know what to wear. It was her first show. Okay. And she's like, I like am attending? underdressed. Yes. Okay. She's like, I am underdressed. I'm like, ah. burlesque is like one of the best places that you can dress in your finest, your whatever it is that you want to showcase who you are. So true. It is like the most accepting, like we were talking about environment. So mm. if you're coming tomorrow to come see us, please wear whatever you want and feel your best self because yeah. that is the best and most accepting place to do it yeah I love a little like dress up night honestly if I'm like going to a concert or something I'm like huh full face of makeup I never do this or something right but it's fun fun to dress up for a for a fun night out <laughs> um so for your show tomorrow you're going to be joined by of course Sassy Ray but also Miss Ruby Moon and it's my remains <laughs> I love that um and uh yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff. Doors are at seven o'clock. Shows at nine o'clock, and tickets are twenty dollars. And Derek, you're going to be DJing an after party as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's always so that's fun. That's a solid actually. night. It's it's one of the easiest dance floors to get going, really, because everybody sits around from about seven o'clock and drinks really strong cocktails, yeah. and then watches a bunch of burlesque dancers. And then just you just have to drop a banger, and they're like, I can do this too. And it's like, yeah, all right, let's go. I was going to say that. Like, I feel like knowing myself and how much I love to dance, like if I was tipsy or drunk watching a burlesque show yeah. and then, like, great music comes on, I'd be like, now I'm the dancer. Like, I'd be shaking. I'd be shaking it quite a lot. On I the promise dance you, floor. that's like half the battle. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're already like halfway there. Yeah, you know, you've got to fine tune and polish that. <laughs> and then you got yourself a burlesque dancer. Exactly. And it is really one of the the best crowds. Like, mm -hmm. it's a really, really cool crowd. It's a really cool vibe in the room. Like, yeah. all around, it's 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 the best the best night of the month at Sugar Run for sure. Very Many cool. other nights are great at Sugar yes. Run, don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, there's just uh, Extra a really, really cool vibe, really great yeah. crowd. Everybody's really supportive. And nice. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Very cool. Um, so before we go, I have to ask about your burlesque names, the performance names. Where did they, I know they're kind of different stories as well. I like it. It's like the odd couple. <laughs> we Veronica, kind of are like the odd couple, but where, it works so yeah, well. It's perfect. Veronica, where did your name Perhaps come from? Perhaps that's a... Another performance, oh. The Odd Couple. Oh, it works so that'd well. be so good. <laughs> I get to be Jack Kruger. That'd be great. You can be Tony Randall. I know stuff. <laughs> Pop culture, down. Um, so, Veronica Tees, um, I just always wished my real name was Veronica. Yeah. Um, for, sorry. From Archie Comics? That's no? where I was oh, yeah. going. So, I love Archie Comics. Yeah. I must have a lot. 
a lot of them. <laughs> That's I not a bad don't know where thing. to put them. Um, <laughs> but no, I just even like before, I just always like, sorry, mom. I just wish my name was Veronica. I just yeah. thought it was cool. Um, so then when this like you know opportunity presented itself mm-hmm. to perform, I was like, oh, that's like. Still, I can become my name. Yeah. Um, and then tease. I tried a different, a couple different last names. Mm-hmm. I think I had three or four. And Veronica Tease. I don't know. It just kind of flowed really nicely mm-hmm. together. Um, and I was like, nice. "Yep, you know, don't don't mess with it. It's perfect. Don't." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. I love it. Thank Every time you. we like read out events that are coming up, it's like. Veronica T. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mabel? So, yeah, mine's a lot more campy. So it's funny. <laughs> my friend and I joke that I actually have an alter ego called Lady McCall, and I was okay. going to go that route first. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know if it's burlesque enough. So we got drunk instead and used a random name generator. <laughs> burlesque <laughs> random name generators. That's a thing. Perfect. And so we were just kind of like rolling through them. And then we just ended up, it wasn't perfectly together. We've heard one, like Mabel something, and then we heard Sugarbush, and I've got three maple leaves down my back. So it kind of seemed like this perfect Mary that it's like, I kind of like the old timey, like more classic bump and grind burlesque, but at the same time, I like the campiness. So it kind of felt like this perfect marriage to try to exemplify what my persona is of like Mabel Sugarbush. So it's like a little sexy, but kind of funny at the same time, which is pretty much my brand (laughs) when it comes to how I do burlesque. Perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it was so, so nice to chat with the two of you, hear a little bit more about your performances and sort of your journey so far with burlesque. Very excited for the show tomorrow at Sugar Run gonna give the details one more time so people don't forget uh tomorrow friday night is tales from the stripped with sassy ray burlesque and the rayettes and some other special guests too doors are at seven show is at nine o'clock and tickets are twenty dollars at the door well thank you guys again this was so so much fun to chat with both of you it's fun to be here so thank you guys (laughs) well we are going to hear another song now Uh, This is from musician Noelle Francis. She's going to be playing at Emmanuel United Church this coming Friday. This is her song, Turn Me Inside Out. Come out ashamed, no more praying on your pain. 
Come out kind, come out strong, coming out won't be a thing at all. Everybody's game follows their own rules. We're all left lonely in our solo games for food, she said. I'll take a broken leg over heartache any day. He said, I'll keep my head insane if I can still get That was Turn Me Inside Out by Noelle Francis here on On The Scene on Midtown Radio. Now, usually I play like exclusively Waterloo Region artists, but Noelle Francis is actually from London. Okay. However, I recently saw her this summer at a music festival and was like so, so blown away. So when I saw she was coming to town tomorrow, I had to put her song in. Um, she's part of a band called The Pears, actually. They're a really, really talented folk band. Um, but she has some solo stuff too and just like... Beautiful voice, really good storyteller. Like, I was, like, laughing Very so cool. much. And she just has all these, like, really fun stories about her life and her family and jobs she's done and traveling she's done. So, uh, yeah, she's coming to town tomorrow playing at Emmanuel United Church. Um, tickets are $15 on side door access. Show starts at 7 o'clock. So had to include that one in the show. Excellent. Well, uh, let's talk about a few more events, and right. then maybe we'll play one more song. Okay. And then uh, then we'll do some three stars of KW to end off our to show. End, sounds good. So, um, the, one of the big reasons that we're at Counterpoint tonight, actually, is because they are having a big Halloween mm -hmm. show tomorrow. So, we've talked about it a little bit on this show before, um, but Brownman Ali is this really cool trumpet player. He has this really fun jazz band, uh, like R&B sort of style jazz. Um, travels around Ontario and does these really cool concerts and he does a Halloween thriller one. Yes. So they like play through all the thriller album and uh, I saw their Christmas concert and mm -hmm. it was wild. Like the most entertaining two hours like ever. Like he's so good. His band is so good. The arrangements are like just as a musician, I was like, how are you playing yeah. that? Like, it's so, so cool. My wife actually saw the, the Thriller okay. uh, last Halloween. Mm -hmm. It was at Sugar Run last oh, Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said it was absolutely amazing. Like, she yeah. was totally blown away. And she she said that uh, they did all of Thriller, but then they had some time left. And they did a few other Michael Jackson nice. songs. And she was just blown away at, like, how... Yeah, the arrangements yeah. and how it all came together. She's, yeah. she's, she said she couldn't <laughs> stop talking about it. She said it was so good. Yeah, so definitely so good. come to Counterpoint and check it out yeah. if you're looking for something Yeah, cool. so tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, uh, there's kind of two tiers of tickets. You can get a $15 tickets for a standing uh, ticket, $25 for a seat, and uh, check out some Halloween jazz R&B funky thriller. Um, what other events do you got going on this weekend? Well, I got I two more here. More the first one, I'll push my own stuff, like do I said. Uh, Jane Bond, uh, Saturday night, 10 p.m. It's going to be myself and DJ88. It's the annual Halloween uh, costume dress-up nice. party. Uh, it's always a fun night. It's great to see people come out in costumes. We play some spooky songs and, you know, just have, some, have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's uh, tomorrow night at 10. But... The Registry Theater on Saturday. <laughs> I the Mountain will be playing I with special guest Paige Warner and special guest. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I never talk about my own no. shows on this show, but I'm doing it. This is a big one for my band, honestly. We've uh, played quite a lot of shows in town over the years, done a lot of pub shows, mm -hmm. a few kind of smaller concerts. But, uh, yeah, this year we just decided we're going for it. 
we're gonna sell out the registry theater, 150 person capacity, and we are like so just about sold close. out. Yeah, yeah, tickets are like 95% sold out. There's probably like 15 left. Pretty crazy. That's that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. I gotta say, like, I'd be lying if I said I was the world's biggest folk pop kind of guy. <laughs> like, I don't know much. I know like older folk music, sure. like you know Dylan, the classic, yeah, Guthrie, but. I think I've seen you guys once or twice, mm-hmm. maybe twice, and you guys write very catchy <laughs> pop folk song, like very ca- like to the point where you can hear it once, and then the next day you're like, oh. Oh, and I'm thanks. like, oh hey, that's like an earworm <laughs> that got into my head, and like so I always find like if a band can write a catchy song where if I hear it once mm-hmm. and it sticks with you, yeah. You're doing something right. So I, 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 I would highly recommend checking it out because <laughs> you guys are really good at writing those really good uh, folk pop songs. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, we're very excited. Playing a lot of uh, a lot of the old classics, lots of sing-alongs. We're big on getting the audience to sing with us so that they learn the songs. And you guys um, got some fans too. Yeah. Like you got a fan base. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And then we're also going to premiere some brand new music that ah. we've never, ever played. Uh, we have one song that we've played, like, we played it on the East Coast this year. We've never really played it uh, in Ontario. Okay. And one song that we have never performed, no, two songs, never performed in front of people, but we're going to give it to okay. our local KW crowd. So all you I the Mountain fans out there that haven't gotten <laughs> your tickets, get them now because there's, there's not many left. left. Yeah. Do, you, do you call your, do you have a name for your fan base? Mountaineers. Like, are they mountaineers. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> they're mountaineers. So we love that's it. That's good stuff. <laughs> and yeah, Paige Warner is going to be opening yeah. the show. She's so talented. I love mm-hmm. her voice. I love her music as well. Some of her songs get stuck in my head regularly, like just a little line from the chorus. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's going to be there with a band. And we also do have some special guest musicians joining us. We have a trumpet player. Actually, CX Violet, who we played at the oh, start okay. of the show. Yeah. Um, he's going to be playing trumpet with us. Oh, excellent. And uh, we have some other people kind of helping us out with some vocals and some other things. So mm-hmm. going to be a special, special night. Nice. Yeah. Is that all of our events for the I weekend? Think I, th- I think that's pretty much what okay. I, I got. We did the movies. Yeah, yeah, I think I so. I can remember. Well, yeah. then uh, let's listen to a little bit of Paige Warner then, and we'll end off our show with our three stars. But uh, this is Paige Warner's most recent single. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. And if you look up the music video, it actually kind of reminds me of like that speakeasy burlesque stuff we were talking about. She has Ooh. some cool dancers. They do keep their dresses on. <laughs> but some cool dancers in the video. I think she like got a dance troupe to work with her on it. Right. Um, and they're kind of dressed in like old school sort of I say maybe like 40s kind of the, the little gloves and the little hats and oh, yeah, bands yep. and stuff. So it's a really it's a really cool music video too. So this is Stockholm Syndrome by Paige Warner. Oh baby screams Nothing new to me Tried not to bleed To save you feeling guilty I wanted more but your smooth intoxication made this poison taste like love made me believe my altar is at your feet Stockholm Syndrome it's a part of that Stockholm Syndrome it's a part of that Stockholm Syndrome the devil's made a great case for my love you played the
just heard Stockholm Syndrome by Paige Warner here on Midtown Radio. Paige Warner is going to be playing at the Registry Theater on Saturday, along with my band, I the Mountain. We are super excited. Tickets are almost sold out. But if you want to grab them on the Registry Theater's website, you can. And uh, show starts at 8 p.m. Yeah. Okay. It is time for... The three, three stars, stars of KW. Do, do, do. Every episode of On the Scene, we are choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make our cities. So I'm going to start things off with where we are right now. Counterpoint Brewings. Uh, what I'm drinking right now, honestly, it's so good. It is good. The Kobayashi Super Dry. Japanese rice lager. I feel like there's not a lot of places in town that do a rice lager, so this is a unique one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it. It's it's very uh, it's very refreshing. So so good. Okay, what's your star this week, Derek? My star this week, I'm gonna give to uh, local punk rock band, The Essential Letdowns. Nice. Uh, they were supposed to have their tenth anniversary, ten year show uh, tomorrow night at the dive bar. Unfortunately, I think COVID's reared its ugly head, oh, no. uh, and so one of the members can't make it, and a band pulled out, so they're not able to do that show. It got canceled, so I'm going to throw it to the Essential Letdowns. They've oh. been uh, keeping punk rock real in KW for 10 years now, yeah. uh, so big shout out to uh, Joey, Keegan, and Rowan. Uh, the Essential Letdowns, yeah, that's my star. Nice. Okay, and the third star of KW this week across the street from Counterpoint <laughs> Brewing. Honestly, a hidden gem. America Latina Grocery and Eatery. Okay. So for, have you ever been there? No, I've okay. never been there. I mean, I live around this area, yeah. but I've never been there. It's just like a little Latin grocery store, like beside the Whale and Ale yep. pub. A very like unassuming plaza, I feel yep. like, right? There's like a furniture store and a McDonald's and probably a bank or like a Service Ontario or something. But also... Um, this Latin grocery store with a fantastic takeout counter. There's like okay. little tables you can eat in there as well. Um, everything I've ever gotten from okay. there has been so good. Really Tacos, good. empanadas, pupusas, pupusas tamales. Uh, now you're like, talking. Pupusas. So, so <laughs> good. Um, definitely worth checking out. Cause so, yeah, you, you wouldn't think. I, you wouldn't I, think. You know what? I'm convinced because <laughs> I come down around this area. There's all sorts of stuff down here. And yeah. I'm like I live around here. My local beer store is just over there where I get my <laughs> OV. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't say that in here. No, it's no. a bad word hey, in no, here. Oh, yeah, that's, sorry. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a, it's a fantastic place to yeah. check out. The fav- Probably the empanadas are my favorite. The I empanadas. Think. Yeah, those are my favorite. Good pupusas, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, so good. All right. I'm convinced uh, sometime this weekend I'm going to... I'm going to go there. Do it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, our three stars of KW, for making Kitchener-Waterloo an amazing place to be. We thank you for your service, as always. If any of our listeners out there have a suggestion for another star of KW, we're always happy to hear your favorite menu item, your favorite drink, your favorite person, your favorite park bench, your favorite tree, your sculpture. F- I don't know. Yeah, your favorite anything. Yeah. Let us know. Send it our way on Instagram. Make our jobs a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> At On The Scene KW. Well, that about wraps up our time for On The Scene tonight. It's been really fun chatting about all things Halloween and what's going on this coming weekend. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah. Shout out, as always, to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket. We're using their song Wow for our theme song this season. It's a good tune. Yeah, I like it. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And a special, special thanks to our guests, Veronica Tees and Mabel Sugarbush. And also thank you to Graham and all the folks here at Counterpoint Brewing for hosting us for this evening. Now, next week, we're actually taking a week off. Yes. I'm going to see a concert. You're going to DJ. I'm DJing <laughs> a Grand Trunk 90s night starting at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> or come say hi to me at Maxwell's seeing Dan Mangan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're taking a week off. And then we're going to be back for the second half of our season. Lots more guests. We got some local musicians booked, local filmmaker, 
local wrestling stuff. Yeah, I'm, hopefully I'm a local pretty pumped DJ. about that. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about some of this stuff. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> should be a fun end of our season. But yeah. until next time, uh, thanks for listening as always. I'm Allison Dijak. And I'm Derek Rattle. And have a good night, everyone. Bye.